Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Hour two coming at you live just on the streams today. No television, Game Plus TV, despite some consternation otherwise. Uh, we are on WQE Radio, where we are Atlanta's NHL show. And we're on YouTube and uh, podcast. And I'm going to jump into the comments already here in hour two. Uh, Moose is with me. He's in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. I am in the Florida studio getting ready for the Stanley Cup finals. We've got a lot to get to there here in hour two. But for the third time today, I'll explain that we're not on television because of a production double booking. But it's okay. It was Darren's idea to have a multi-platform show for days like this or weeks like this, and this is where we are. But if I may, there were some people, Moose, yesterday complaining for good reason about some choppiness in the feed and so forth. And today, as I'm looking at the feed, it's as smooth (laughs) as I don't know what. No turbulence, baby. None. Can I pat myself on the back and dislocate my shoulder by saying this was my idea? Can you tell the people how this was my idea? Because I don't get many chances when it comes to the tech stuff to shine because I'm such a sicko fan. Nincompoop when it comes to that. You don't. And the thing is, it's like, you know, my biggest concern, it's a lot of computing power to put a television show on the air. It's a lot. And I, you know, trying to run the cameras and the screens and everything. And it started to get a little slow. And, and you had this great idea. You're like, what if you ran the video call off a separate screen and saved the space on the computer just to get us on the air? And like, I might actually be able to do that. And so sure enough, got the second screen hooked up and uh, Bob's your uncle. Yeah, what, Bob's your uncle. We really are. Kicking it old school, as they say here on the RP show with episode yeah. number 1010 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. So that's very exciting. And we're going through uh, all the topics, more than six. We've got at least 10, probably 12, 13, 14 unofficially today. And we haven't even got to all of them. And we're well into our two. John Ohm writes in and says, smooth sailing all day, baby. Way to go, Rod. No, no, no. It was just my idea. Darren executed it. You can't have just idea, guys, because nothing gets done. And you can't have just foot soldiers because nothing gets done. You need to have both. And uh, this reminds me of the old days. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, absolutely, Rod. The feed has been solid today. How about that? (laughs) We wound up our one with the debate of rest versus rust. I'm not going to dive real deeply into that now, other than to say by the time the Stanley Cup finals face off, the Florida Panthers will have had 10 days off from sweeping the comp. Joe Dar is doing math in my head. I believe it's 10 full days off. That's a lot now. And the Denver Nuggets, I don't know. I know that their NBA finals opens on Thursday night. It feels like last month since the Nuggets and Lakers were playing. So I'm just going to read the comments Anybody would take the rest. I don't think it's going to be a problem at all for Florida, but 10 days is not ideal. 
But they've been dealing with not ideal situations all year long, and they've thrived. So it is what it is. And I actually take my, a little pride in this, too. And why the Panthers have been so good to me is they know that I showed up here two years ago from day one, first preseason game. Joel Quenville was the coach and saw this whole ride. And this year, we were talking all season about how much these guys, how much fun they were having, how much they literally love each other. This should be a, nobody pays attention to this stuff, but me and my circle of friends. But you need to have fun in what you're doing. You need to get out of bed in the morning and want to race into work. You need to. When that stops or when you don't want to come home for various reasons, that's a problem too. So the Florida Panthers got a lot going here, and that's why they're in the Stanley Cup final. Paul Jefferson writes in and says, Hello from Humboldt, Sask. Did I miss the Memorial Cup discussion? A little bit. Yeah, we can come back on that, but that's not what we're talking about right now. Brett Taylor writes in and says, A lot of people have, who I believe is in Calgary, Brett says a lot of people have agreed with the experts and bet against the Panthers in three straight series, yet here we are. I've bet against them in every series, and that's why I'm doing it now. Yeah. I'm betting on Vegas in six. You are saying Florida in seven. That's right. <laughs> I don't, when the Golden Girl comes on here later in the week, yeah. Serena, I'll let her speak for herself. But she did tell me, she goes, I, she had a deja vu moment. You know, when you go, oh, I dreamt yeah. about that last night. Or I, you know, she goes, I woke up, I had a dream. I got feeling, she said, not a dream. I got feeling that the Florida Panthers are going to win the Stanley Cup. And she goes, and you know, my dream, my gut is never wrong. Yeah. So there's that. And before I talk more about the Golden Girls, um, Wayne of Victoria, BC says, my heart is with the Panthers as I'm an underdog fan. But if I was a betting man, I'd pick the Golden Knights. Okay, um, Brooke in Winnipeg says the biggest problem the Panthers are going to have with the finals, figuring out how to spend a day with the cup in the coming months. <laughs> Let's go, Cats! Yeah. I'm excited about this. Uh, there was a email come out from the Florida Panthers today. They're going to have watch parties for games one and two at FLA Live Arena Saturday, uh, Saturday night, Monday night. $10 to get in, free parking, Funky Buddha giving out free beer on Monday, some other alcohol. Oh, Jameson Whiskey on, sorry, Funky Buddha beer Saturday, Jameson Whiskey Monday. Let's get everybody pissed. Which, by the way, <laughs> you've lived here now, or not, or sorry, you've been here, Darren, to realize it's not that easy to get to the rink. That's why I get so upset at the Glendale thing. Or yeah. even Ottawa, they bitch, it's 30 miles from downtown, or 30 minutes, whatever. Not that easy to get to Sunrise. All my friends live Pompano Beach, Fort Lauderdale, close around here. Like, it's not easy to get there. Either you want to get there or you don't. Yeah. It's that, it's that whole excuse thing. Okay. There are football fans that watch this. Now, nah, hang on. Before we go into the CFL thing and what I said we were going to talk about, and it's who's the preseason standouts and la di da di da let's break it down for one second. Who has the edge in goal in this series? It's got to be Florida. Yeah, it ain't even close. Yeah, it's got to be Florida. Has, who has the edge on defense? I think Vegas does. It's pretty good. But it's pretty close. Well, 
Okay, we'll give it. We'll we'll give it to Vegas. Okay. Obviously, I didn't spend a lot of time on this. Because if you want to look at, at um, forwards, yeah, look at what Kitchuk's doing. Doing more than anybody on Vegas has done in these playoffs. Mark Show's been good. Eichel's been good. Mark Stone's been Mark Stone. Yeah. So I'm like, if you're going to give Vegas the edge in forwards, I'd kind of think maybe you want to give the edge to Florida on D. But maybe not. I mean, let's stop. Look, people think of this. Ekblad and Radko Dudas. Gudis. That they forget about Brandon Montour. Monty. Yeah. Who wasn't even a household name in his own house up until these playoffs. And Josh Mahura. Has been. How many Vegas defensemen can you name? And I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but I'm just saying, how many Vegas defensemen can you name? I could name <laughs> Petrangelo, Shea Theodore, yeah. Zach White, Cloud, McNabb. They got a top four. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. That's the thing, you know, maybe defense is a wash. Maybe defense is, is, is even and and the forward edge goes to goes to Vegas. The thing is, though, Vegas probably, you know, they're coming in as the betting favorite. So it's not crazy to think they have the edge in two out of the three position groups. Um, but that's been Florida's M.O. Wow. You know, if you would have done the same check against Carolina, it wouldn't have come up in Florida's favor. Against Toronto, against Boston, right? But this is a team that finds a way. I think there's that, that uh, box for intangibles, right? Wow. And... Florida's got a lot of intangibles. There's more than even that, which I'll get to, but I'm going to, this is the most interactive show on television, radio, or streaming. It just is. Evan is watching in Manitoba. Evan Charbonneau. He says it's been 27 years since the last cup appearance. I've waited for what feels like an eternity. Been through some hard years to see my cats in the Stanley Cup final, and he is hardcore. Evan Charbonneau is a hardcore Panthers fan. We've had an association over the past couple of years. People discount, I think, the drought that it's been. you got to understand something about the National Hockey League. I mean, I've been around it with my dad, working in it for somebody, but this is the first time I've really been in it and seen it from the inside. And the Panthers people have a chip on their shoulder, and their fans, too, that people don't take them seriously as a hockey market. They really do. And so don't discount that either, by the way. That's more their staff and fans than the players. You don't think the players can feel that? Trust me, they can. The players can. Um, from Gary in BC, he says, you never know. Paul Maurice is really getting everything out of the players right now. Florida could win it. John Ohm says, by the way, so who is the underdog then in the NHL Finals? We're getting there. Patience, Grasshopper. We got two hours to fill. <laughs> I'd hate to go on a date with John. Oh. Come on, is it dessert yet? Walk the bill. Let's go. Drop, drop your pants. <laughs> hey, John's on a schedule. Not a lot of time to waste. He's not a time waster. I'm cutting that clip. Uh. <laughs> Anyways. The underdog is very clearly the Florida Panthers. They've been in the underdog in every series to get mm -hmm. here. Yeah. So, 
John um, <laughs> says, watch it, Rod. Uh, and from Safe Moon Dog says, drop your pants. LOL. Well, I mean, how old are you? Like, what is it in uh, Jerry Maguire? I'm loosely quoting yeah. what Rod Tidwell said. Single mothers have been to the circus. <laughs> right? That's right. That's right. John says, I'm on a schedule for, for goodness sake. <laughs> and Evan says, we love the underdog status in Florida. It's worked so far. So it's fair. Every, John, you know this. You're a smart guy. Everybody knows Vegas is favored. And Florida's, they know that. They know that. Nobody, you couldn't tell anybody with the Panthers that they're the favorite in this series. They'd laugh at you. That's right. That's why I asked Darren to look up what the bet regal odds were. And all there is posted is game one odds and the golden Knights are favored by a goal and a half. And I'm like, I could have done that, but it's for people that don't understand the sports. That's why they have those odds. I don't really need, that's why I watch games with the sound down. I don't listen to the, the panels. I don't need to hear what they're saying. I can see what's going on myself. Yeah. Anyways, speaking of dating at an older age, the poll question today is for, as always, our friends at Key Auto Group. But the poll question is, who's the best golden girl? And by the way, when it's time to transition into the world of electrified vehicles, the all-new Nero Hybrid is the perfect first step. Call Key Yorkton Kia at 306-783-2772 or go to keyyorktonkia.com for more information. The 23 Kia Nero movement that inspires. Who's the best golden girl? You wouldn't believe this. Last night, oh, Rose is leading. Rose has 36% of the vote. Sophia has 33% of the vote. Blanche, that floozy, has 19% of the vote. And Dorothy has 12%. Um, Spoiler alert. Going to get real for a second, like we haven't been already, but serious for a second. The reason I love Golden Girls so much, aside from the humor, is I was telling Darren this, was it on the air or on the show yesterday? It reminds me of the mid-80s, an era of my life, early teens, where I was home on a Saturday night watching television with my mom. And if it wasn't seeding and harvest, with my dad, too. And it was Golden Girls, 9 o'clock. It was the number one show on TV. Yeah. And I wasn't. Because shortly, years after that, I was out terrorizing Southern Saskatchewan on a Saturday night. But at that time, I was home with my parents. It was a great time. And that's the thing in the recovery world, when we're coaching people now that have addictions issues and mental health issues, it's like, go back to a really happy time in your life. What was going on then? Before you discovered alcohol, before this was going, what was going on? Can we emulate that? Does that make sense? So that's the, with Golden Girls, it makes me feel good. And that's why it makes me feel good and uh so then of course i delve into everything and golden girls is the uh, 17th most watched series finale of all time in 1992 (laughs) 25 million people watched wow i've often often watched and uh the ratings not for i don't watch any of the ratings for other television shows but i watch it for sports right yeah and uh when they say 
an average of 1.43 million people watched the Carolina Florida game one that went to four overtimes. I'm like 1.43. Ooh, what about the other 35 million in Canada? What were they watching? It was prime time. Apparently they were watching Golden Girls reruns. Um, I'm just saying not everybody's into sports. Apparently these people. Yeah. Apparently these people exist. Donna says rose for gold. Jen goes on to say cheers and night court too. Hello. Marky post. Mm-hmm. Like apparently there's a new night court coming out and I'm like, who would watch that? Not me. Yeah. Um, so I think uh, to wrap up the NHL preview we, before we talk about other things, uh, Wayne in Victoria, BC says Rose was hilarious on Golden Girls with Sophia a close second in popularity. Well, the results are saying that exact same thing. Um, goaltending, Florida. Defense. Okay, we've gone through that. Yeah. You said the intangible, which clearly we're giving to Florida. But the one you didn't talk about, he says, where's the gong today? John, you commented so much. I can't sit here. I'd be sitting here going like this with every time you commented. Can't do it every time. People would be evacuating their houses if I hit it every time you commented, which is fine. (laughs) Coaching. We did not get to the extra box. Right. That is very, very, very important. I don't think people understand the importance of coaching. And unless you have been inside the sports industry, you really don't understand the importance of coaching. And uh, just a quick side, Matt Dominguez, my good friend, the big D, number 88, Saskatchewan Rough Riders, I'll never forget. Um, Coming out of the 2006 season, Danny Barrett, was our coach in 06. We replaced him with Ken Austin with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And Matt Dominguez said in the media, coaching alone will get us three more wins. And I thought, well, you would know better than me, but what a bold statement to say. And damn, if we didn't have three more wins and go from nine and nine under Danny Barrett in 2006 to 12 and six under Ken Austin the next year. Yeah. The point being, Matt knew. Matt knows. And that's probably the first time it came on my radar that, holy smokes, not just any jack wagon can stand on the sidelines or open the door. You kind of got to know what you're doing. So we got two coaches here in Bruce Cassidy and um, Pomo who know that we're doing, what they're doing, who we giving the check to. Cassidy has been to one Stanley Cup final before Pomo has not, I don't believe. But I'm giving the check to Paul Maurice. I'm giving the check mark to Paul Maurice. Who are you giving the check mark to? It's a great question. Um, I think, you know, the job that they've done come, getting this far, I want to give it to Pomo because I think he's done such a tremendous you job getting to. this team moving. You have to. You have but to. if I'm, but I, I think so. But I mean, is Bruce Cassidy not deserving too? I mean, he had a 100 point season in Boston, was fired. Uh, Vegas goes through a coaching change, hires him, and all he does is whoop, walk in and take him right to the Stanley Cup final. Like, he's a really good coach, too. But 
I think the job Pomo has done, I think he's working with a little less, right, than, than, uh, than Bruce Cassidy is working with. You're taking a team that was barely got into the playoffs and you're doing this. So I think the job Pomo has done has been much more impressive than Bruce Cassidy. So that's why Pomo gets my check mark too. Well, you can break it down this way. And uh, that guy, that ad executive guy here, you were in the room in Boca when he said, why do the Panthers love your show so much? It's because nobody down here is talking about these kinds of things. Like, why do we have Panthers fans watching? Yeah. Because of what we're talking about right here. And Evan, by the way, says offense is equal between Florida and Vegas. And we got to remember something. It's the Stanley Cup final. It's two really good teams. You need to, it's not an easy check on either side. Oh, now John Ohm has written in the lyrics to the Golden Girls theme. Thank you for being a friend. Doesn't that remind you of the Super Bowl when we were in LA when we kept singing it? Yes. When the plane <laughs> would come in, right? We were staying right by the airport at the Super Bowl in LA. And every time we saw a plane come in, we'd start singing, thank you for yeah. being a friend. The Golden Girl was with us. Man, we had a great time. Oh, so good. But how you could talk about this is one game, because hockey is so much different than football. One game, who are you picking as your coach? I think I'm taking Pomo. I, but would. Not, I don't necessarily think anybody would agree with me on that. <laughs> Evan says, Rod is the reason the Panthers are talked about in Canada. How about that? I don't know what it is. Did you see how annoyed I got in the meeting with that guy? Yeah. Said, Why do the Florida Panthers love your show so much? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I never stopped to think about it. And by the way, he wasn't doing anything wrong either. <laughs> Serena's brought this up multiple times <laughs> since that meeting because she was there. She's like, Rod. Okay, I'm just saying. He was just asking like he was in a pitch meeting being like, so why do they care? Tell, like an interview, right? Like a job no, interview. No, tell, he tell didn't me, present it that way. Tell me why you should, we should hire you. You know, that's a, you know, but I get it. It's like, you tell me my show sucks? <laughs> well, it was just, somebody asked a question. I'd like to have the answer. I got a little annoyed that I didn't have the answer for him. Yeah. I don't know why they love it. And we should have had a camera in that room oh. because it was the golden girl, Serena, who blurted this out. It's because they're all Canadian. She answered it. Who's going to play Don in the show? <laughs> well, I can name off 30 guys. Don Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Arlen Bruce the third, just for sure. Spits and giggles writes in and says, RP or Darren, what current player in any sport would you pay big money to see? Big money. Like $1,000 a ticket and up. I would pay to see the new number one NBA draft pick in San Antonio. Wow. Chumbawamba? I can't remember his name. I'm just going to call him Chumbawamba. And I <laughs> don't cancel me because you can't remember the kid's RP show, hey, Ryan O'Radio checks in, says, RP show is Atlanta's NHL show. That's why Ryan comes in from the peanut gallery. Yeah, thank you, 
I didn't have the answer for the guy, and I felt like a dork. I think that's why I got upset. Who would I pay thousands? Assuming I had thousands to burn, because I'm thrifty. Listen, I ate a lot of money to change my flight coming out of here to stay for the Stanley Cup Finals. A lot of money. I bought a ticket that was I couldn't change nor get refunded on. Yeah. So I had to buy another ticket for another day. But I thought, eh, it's okay. So I'm eating this, but how many people are paying a hell of a lot more to not even have as good a seat as me in the Stanley Cup Finals? This was a literal, almost like a a once-in-a-lifetime thing, I felt. I had to pay the money. So what player? I'm lucky, man. I'm very, very lucky. People see that know my history and go, man, that guy's been through a lot of crap. I look at it as I'm the luckiest guy alive. I've seen LeBron play. I've seen Gretzky play. I've seen Tom Brady play. I don't know who would be the player. Who's left? I know. I've seen them all. I know. Brady might have been it for me. Tom Brady, and I never got to watch him play live. And... You know, to be honest, it's one of those, you you know, life lessons of like, you just got to take action instead of maybe trying to wait and make, you know, the best plan. Sometimes there's a time and place, but, you know, I had never gotten the opportunity to see him. There was two chances. One, remember when I was in Toronto in December and uh, spending some time with Justin Dunk? Mm-hmm. Um, on the Sunday, we actually sat there and we're like, what are we going to do? And I looked up, I don't know why I looked it up, but I said, how far is Cleveland? It was like five hours, right? I'm like, Tom Brady and the Bucks are in Cleveland. I've never watched them play. We should just drive to Cleveland to watch the game. And we thought the idea was really cool, but so out there, we're like, eh, maybe not. We'll do it another time. So we never did. And then I knew that Tampa Bay was on Tennessee's schedule this year to be in Tampa Bay. And I thought, that's perfect. I'll, I'll call up Rod. I'll say, meet me in Tampa Bay. We'll go to the Titans and the Bucks, and I'll see Tom Brady play in 2023-2024. Sure enough, he retires in the offseason before, and I never get the opportunity to see him. So he would have been the one guy, though, that I would have, that I would have paid the money. And it's, quite, it's quite interesting that A.B. would ask that question, Arlen Bruce III. It's a great question, but I would say it's not about an athlete. Right. And I think I've been somewhat – no, I know I've been somewhat spoiled – Because there's some crappy things about working in this industry, but there's some great things about working in this industry. And one of the great things is having to be around all these great athletes and see them over the course of a career and a lifetime like I have. Maybe you should ask me, who's the one singer that I want to see? And it would be George Strait. Everybody's going off down here about Taylor Swift Swift tickets. And if she was playing in my backyard, I wouldn't open the blinds. (laughs) But that's just her. Uh, George Strait. He would be the guy, and I've seen it already, but that's just me. We have some people writing in, wondering about the Memorial Cup. Let's spend a second on the Memorial Cup. I did have it here as one of my points. Uh, tonight, it's Kamloops versus Seattle. I've been watching the games. I mean, the good thing about these Stanley Cup conference finals ending early-ish is they haven't been preempted by NHL Network talk show programming. They've had on games for the Memorial Cup. Mm-hmm. They haven't been great games. I mean, 10-2 isn't awesome. Peterborough finally won last night to make things interesting 4-2. I didn't 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Really dig into why, like if Quebec City played their backups or stuff like that. I don't know. Um, a lot of this is the mental thing. I used to think maybe here's the situation Quebec's already in the final. How hard are they trying? That's not a maybe. That's a thing. When you yeah. don't have the carrot dangling in front of you, the hot dog, you're just not trying as hard. Peterborough didn't want to be embarrassed and go winless at the Memorial Cup. So I didn't, I watched part of the game. I didn't watch all the game, but I could see Peterborough was really trying. Quebec was too, but not as hard as Peterborough. So the question is who wins tonight, Kamloops or Seattle? You feel like these two are going to meet up on the weekend. So to be honest, this game doesn't really matter as opposed to the next time they meet because the you know loser the loser has to play peterborough correct uh well i have it here i'd have to go yeah, look it up. check that out um i think there's something to play for if you don't have to play a tiebreaker right if you don't have to play that extra game can i read it can i read it to you please the western hockey league champion seattle thunderbirds will play the host blazers tonight in the final game of the round robin the winner will advance straight to Friday's semifinal. Also, there is a lot to play for. While the loser will play a Thursday tiebreaker against the OHL champion, Peterborough Pete. So there's yeah. a lot to play for tonight. Well, Seattle beat Kamloops in round two without even really breaking a sweat. Right. So I would suggest Seattle will win tonight. The question was, who wins tonight? I would say the Seattle Thunderbirds. You? Yeah, I'm with Seattle as well. I think uh, Seattle's done really well representing the Western Hockey League. I think this is one of the best teams we've seen come out of that league in a while. They're they're loaded, and uh, I'm a fan. And uh, I I think it's going to be a Seattle-Quebec uh, Memorial Cup final. But this is why we play the games, right? I mean, Peter Pearl could get there too. So uh, uh, we'll really be watching. This is when it gets fun. What you're saying, Moose, is... Your prediction on what the final will be is they're the two best teams. Yeah. Am I reading between the lines? That's what you would think. That's right. But then you have teams like the Florida Panthers. They get in there and muddle everything up. <laughs> Happens all the time. You know? Um, B. Henderson in Winnipeg says, Pomo versus Cassidy, both first-year coaching their respective teams. Here, the story that nobody's even talked about at all, this popped into my head the other day. When I saw Peter DeBoer addressing the media after Dallas lost, his Dallas Stars, is that Vegas looks right for firing Peter DeBoer. I don't think, and not that they he deserved it. I mean, I don't know Peter DeBoer. He's had a great career. My point is that they won with the guy that they hired after they fired Peter DeBoer. But it's like, Nobody wants to talk about that. I feel like that's a Canadian hockey thing, Moose. Let's let's leave yeah. that alone. That's the difference between hockey and football. I mean, when Kansas City was lining up against Philadelphia in the Super Bowl, it was like the first story. 
the night of the conference finals. By Sunday night, I got an email coming to my inbox from USA Today. Top 12 Super Bowl storylines. Second story was Andy Reid facing the Eagles, the team that fired him 12 years ago. Yeah. Nobody in the NHL circles were talking about Peter DeBoer facing, facing Bruce Cowden. And I follow it closely, at least not where I was. Yeah. You? Yeah, nobody. Uh, nobody at all, um, which is kind of interesting, you know, coming back uh, like that. But, um, no, the coaching thing is interesting, you know. And, and for Andy Reid, I mean, that was a huge storyline of the Super Bowl for us, right, going back and trying to stick it to his old team. Um, but this will be interesting. We're going to see more and more storylines come out of the Stanley Cup playoffs. And, and one of the other ones that's popped up a lot is who's the guy, you know, when you got two teams that haven't won yet, who's the one guy um, in the Stanley Cup that you really would like to see win a cup? I'm trying to <laughs> think of who's. Palmer, Ace, Palmer, Paul, stop. Right it's probably Palmer. the coach. I was yeah. thinking player, but it's probably Pomo the coach, you know? So I'm saying that would be a very good poll question. Who do you want to see win the Stanley Cup the most? I mean, this Vinny Viola guy here, you know, the owner of the Panthers? Yeah. I can't imagine the money he's lost. Can't imagine it. I talked to the big money sports guys down here, and they just go, <laughs> they can't believe that he held on to the team, but he did. Like, I don't think he's lost billions, but when my friends on the Arizona Coyotes, they were losing $50 million a year. Imagine. And that's why they got out. Well, imagine Viola sitting here right now being like, okay, it's all going to be worth it. We're going to win the cup. It's all going to be worth it. They got right to the final. So imagine the stress if they don't win it. But um, but good on them for, for sticking with it. And it must be a real passion project for them, too, to be able to, you know, to love to own that hockey Well, team. go Google Vinny Viola, and yeah. you'll find out everything you need to know about him. He didn't buy the Florida Panthers to make money. But. Okay, now the story time, which everybody loves. Uh, by the way, Evan in Manitoba says, Bobrovsky is my pick. He's been through a lot over the years. For sure. Yeah. Janet, the Four Seasons says, anybody but Chucky. LOL. Ah, uh, here we go. Safe Moon Dog says, tree living officially announced. Here's what I said earlier. If you guys were watching earlier, you people. Uh, by the way, last night we watched Don Cherry's Rock'em Sock'em hockey, first yep. version, first the first volume. Wow. He said, you people, twice in the video. <laughs> this is from 1989. <laughs> you people, sit back and enjoy. <laughs> so when they say everything happens for a reason, Graves probably didn't mean anything untoward, yeah. but it was time to go. Yeah. Um. Just with tree living. I don't want to speak ill of my guys in Arizona because they are pretty good guys. But the, I'm talking about the people with the coyotes. But they talk noise about Brad tree living. And I believed it. I didn't know anything about the guy. I knew that he had played for the Pats because I had read his uh, byline or whatever. And I knew that he had owned a hockey league the Central Hockey League, but I didn't know anything about him other than that. Basically, they didn't think that he had the chops to run an NHL team. 
And, and I don't think that's any, letting the cat out of the bag. If they thought he was, they would have given him the job yeah. in Arizona. So when he went to Calgary, I was like, in my own mind, because I didn't say it publicly, but I was like, ah, I don't know if he can do it because these guys said this. To be honest, I think he did an unbelievable job with the Calgary Flames. I really did. He's got nothing. Even the people in Calgary feel he did a great job with the Flames. They really did. The hockey people. Yeah. So I think this is a very good hire for the Toronto Maple Leafs. I, I do. I'm feeling in my bones. And to be honest with you, I do enjoy being in Florida because I'm not getting hockey ad nauseum. And God bless TSN and Sportsnet, but in a way, it's too much. Yeah. In a way, it's too much. So I don't need, like I don't even know who the other candidates were. Who were the other candidates for the Leafs GM job? Yeah, you know, there's so hush hush on who was interviewed. You know, um, there's some internal candidates that were that were uh, high on the list, and then you know the usual suspects, the Stan Bowmans, et cetera, et cetera. But but I think you know Tree Living, to be honest was the only real name that came out of the search. You know, they were really quiet about who they were interviewing. Um, I understand most of the little interviews that they did do were via Zoom, and Tree wow. Living was the one in person. So he's the guy that I think they they wanted to. I think he, he was the preliminary first choice, um, and then it turned into him being the guy, and I don't think anybody knocked their socks off on a Zoom call to warrant getting flown out to Toronto. This show, despite the fact there's been no commercials, that maybe is the reason why it's been better. There's been a lot of serendipity and flow here. Yeah. And so I just want to say I was sitting across the street from Gila River Arena in Glendale, Arizona, with the owners of the Coyotes. And uh, one of the guys said, we're going to lose $500,000 this year. And I said, well, the Coyotes? And he goes, no, the junior team I own. We're going to lose $50 million with the Coyotes. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm not going to get into it. But it was like, talk like it was like $5. Yeah. Fell out of your pocket. You know, that's the kind of money these guys have. Yeah. But I also knew that. And then speaking with my friends here in Florida, they're just like, not everybody can observe those losses. Like Vinny Viola just must have ridiculous money yeah. to hang on to the Panthers and be willing. So uh, to me, I believe he deserves to win a Stanley Cup. Whereas not that Bill Foley in Vegas doesn't, but they've been in the NHL for five minutes. Like, it'll yeah. be a nice story if they win it. But, I mean, Bill Foley rules by fear there. It's very clear. I can see why him and Kelly McCrimmon are thick as thieves. Crim's the same way. Yeah. Um, um, Arlen Bruce. Because I just became a hockey guy last season. Saying that, I think Vegas is Canada's team and has the energy and momentum to keep scoring multiple goals. You know that former Blue Bomber's son plays for Vegas. Yes, Keegan Colazar. We're not supposed to talk about that. I know exactly who you're talking about, A.B., but we're not supposed to talk about that. Uh, Friday, by the way, will be Football Friday, where we will get – it actually be a great day for a Football Friday, Darren, because there are – is it three or four games that night? Yeah. Uh, three. Thursday night, Ottawa's at Toronto. Stop. There's two Thursday, two Friday. Ottawa's at Toronto Thursday. Calgary's at BC Thursday. And then Friday night, Hamilton and Montreal. Make some noise. And Sask at Winnipeg Friday night. 
We'll okay. talk about that. Not today. We didn't even get to all my points yet. Do you want me to? Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting for Gruden. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I just have that as a bit of a um, a footnote in one of the points, I know. and I'll, we'll get to that. But this is the one thing. This is why I get – I got to let these things go. And Serena helps me a lot with that. You help me a lot with that. You can't just flip on a mic and be a freaking broadcaster, okay? It ticks me off I know that people think they can because I don't even know where we were the other day, who we were meeting with, but Serena goes to me, you're not a guy that does sportscasting. You're a sportscaster. There's something to that. There's a difference. Yeah. And I, under, and I understand why, um, like, you don't just put on a freaking cowboy hat and you're a cowboy, you know, or you don't just put on a badge and you're not a cop. I mean, these are careers. Yeah. And I don't little like people fiddling, farting around with what I've dedicated a life to. That's just yeah. me. I need to get over it. Um, point being, to come on here for two hours with no commercials, that's what a broadcaster can do. Not everybody yeah. can do that. you know, And do it well, as you would say. But I see why when I got into the recovery coaching business, a lot of the long-time psychiatrists, psychologists, counselors got upset at me. The guy, they said, this guy's got no business doing this. And I had a lot of calls. I had, I had to answer a lot of questions. But the thing was, I earned my stripes, had the success, and I don't hear about it anymore. Yeah. So that's one. Um, and that's about it. So before we get to the John Gruden thing, number nine, Anthony Bass has apologized for endorsing an anti-LGBTQ video. I feel like this is something they might talk about on The View. It's not something that we spend a lot of time on because people are tired of this. But is Anthony Bass not the same player that got in all the hell? For popcorn, the popcorn thing, yeah, where he called out the, the airline. Yeah, do you see that he's had to apologize now? Because I think he retweeted or maybe liked an anti LGBTQ vid or supported somebody that says you should boycott the LGBT thing. Is that got any play in Canada? Because it came up on my feed. Oh, yeah, oh, it has. Okay, um. Yeah. In a way, I wonder why anybody would even really touch that. No. But number one, Anthony Bass, Anthony Bass. How come I never hear about him pitching? I hear about Manoa. <laughs> I hear about Yusei Kikuchi. I hear about Gosman. I never hear about this guy. Does he play? I know. No, no does he? Oh, yeah, I guess. I mean, he's a relief pitcher. Oh, he but, is? Yeah. Okay. Never hear so his he name? I know he does play. It's just like you only hear about the controversy stuff. And, you know, it was a bad look on the, on the, the post about the popcorn on the plane. It, it's a bad look here. Um, and then this is the, the reporting, right? As I'm following this from different outlets, you got some people saying, you know, good on him. He apologized. He took ownership of it. Um, great move. I appreciate that. And he's working to make amends. Then I got other people saying, he said, I'll make this quick. I'm not taking any questions and didn't offer any actual solutions. So this guy's a dirtbag, right? Like you've got two different sides taking it completely the opposite. Um, the problem is he put his foot in his mouth and, and, and got political or religious and, 
you know, it was the Christianity side of it and whatever. And I, you know, I understand you believe what you believe and what's in your heart, but also you, you are a pro athlete and you answer to a ticket paying crowd and a public. And, you know, um, if too many distractions come up here, doesn't matter how good you pitch. If, if you're uh, creating a bad culture or a bad brand for the team, the Jays aren't going to keep you around if you keep doing it. Yeah, well, I think John Schneider needs to go up to his locker and go, Anthony, give me your phone. Yeah. You're done. You're done. Because as much as people, yeah, I don't get a lot of haters anymore. Because why? We're not fighting with anybody ever. Yeah. Like we're, we're inclusive. And I understand. And that's where I got over. Th- and I just saw your text about taking a break. So we will. But that's where I got over stuff, I realized that we're never going to end racism. We're never going to end anti-gay because a lot of people don't want to end it. Yeah. And they can live their life being that way and it doesn't affect them at all. And that's where I get the you do you and I'll do me. Yeah. We don't need to associate. We don't need to talk about it. You know, but when I grew up on that farm, (laughs) there's a lot of, you know, Rural areas, not just in Canada, but in the States too, where you can go months without being face-to-face with a black person or a gay person or anybody that doesn't look exactly like you yeah, or think exactly like you. But when I went to Calgary to college, I was like, if I talk like I do here, I can have my ass kicked by noon. Yes. I got to change. But you learn and you evolve. Right, and they don't have to change. They don't want to change. They ain't ever going to change. Yeah. So let's stop fighting, shake hands, and call it a day. Uh, but, so we need to take a commercial? It would be great if we could do a quick one. Okay. And then we'll come back quick- with uh, overtime. We'll be right back with overtime, everybody. Get your questions and comments in, 902-518-3033. Or in the chat streams, we'll return in a moment on WQEE Radio, Podcast and Streaming. All right, we are back for overtime, proudly presented by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the Stanley Cup playoffs in the UFC. The Moose is with me here in overtime as we wind this thing up today, but still plenty of time in it. Said I was going to get to my final points, and I will. Um, John Ohms had a lot to say today, and I appreciate it from Winnipeg. He just says, a lot of my conversations start, he's talking about himself, I hope this doesn't offend anyone. Kind of burning out from it. And I'm like, uh, so am I. But that's the point. I learned through COVID that uh, I'm too old to fight. And for those that do want to fight, I got to look at Theo. We've had these talks. You might have been there at Ace Casino. I'm like, dude, where do you get the energy to fight with people on the government and COVID and vaccine? He's like, I enjoy it. I'm like, (laughs) God bless you. I can't. I got it. Wears me out. Not that I argue about that, but just arguing, period. Don't have time for it. Yeah. Um, I said that we would get to that NFL thing. And John Gruden, it, it actually, and I got to invite everybody to come back tomorrow. Although we do call this viewer takeover, I guess, don't we, audience? Yeah. A couple of things. DeAndre Hopkins, I think we we're all a little shocked when he got cut. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he did serve a whopping suspension last year because of PEDs. You see that uh, Deshaun Watson wants to bring him to Cleveland. Yeah. Um, Are you signing DeAndre Hopkins if you're an NFL team? And which teams do you think would be the best? Like, 
Kevin Stefanski, the coach of the Browns, is like, we're good in yeah. our receiver room. Yeah. Like, where do you think DeAndre Hopkins lands? And by the way, I believe he was $7.5 million last year. He getting anywhere. He ain't getting anywhere near that. Well, it depends. Anywhere. Yeah, it depends on what the salary is, right? Yeah. Um, they're saying it's about a 60-some million dollar contract is the value over a certain number of years. Uh, whether that's true or not or whether that's the case. Um, Cleveland would be interesting. A reunion with Deshaun Watson would be interesting. That's where I think, you know, DeAndre Hopkins was really at his best. That would be fun to watch. But if it's not happening, it's not happening. He has said he wants to play which quarterbacks he'd like to have throw him the ball. All the usual usual subject, uh, subjects. You know, Lamar Jackson. Well, they just signed OBJ. You know, Kansas City and Mahomes. Josh Allen and the Bills, right? Like, these guys, these teams, for the most part, are set. Tennessee is an interesting one for me because they have – a real lack of depth at receiver. They don't have a high in talent. They didn't address it at the draft. They didn't haven't addressed it via trade. It's the one missing piece that could get them back to being a contender. Um, and I know they had fished about a trade, but when you have to give up the draft picks and the capital and take on the bad contract that he had and all the rest, it, it, it wouldn't work. But now you can start fresh and be in a much better cap situation. I actually think that, DeAndre Hopkins is a good fit in Tennessee. That's where I'd like to see him go. Obviously, I'm a Titans fan, but I think it makes sense financially and from a production point of view. From the audience, uh, Evan in Manitoba says, Hopkins to Browns will fit in nicely with Cooper, DPJ, and and Njoku for the right price. I can't see him going that when Kevin Stefanski, and you have to understand, you can't put any stock in what anybody says. (laughs) So. That's why I don't listen to news conferences and interviews. I don't, and I don't, by the way, I'm not missing anything by not. But if the coach says we don't need him, I can't see them signing him. That's right. Despite Deshaun Watson. Why wouldn't Deshaun Watson want him? Look what they did. Three Pro Bowls together. Of course, Deshaun Watson's going to want him. But the coach doesn't. Um, Carlos in Indianapolis says, slightly more free-flowing format, still the fastest two hours of the day. Approved. And before I read the John Gruden thing, uh, a note that I got from a PR company. According to data presented by SportsLens.com, NFL's total attendance had an all-time high last season at 18.8 million, showing a massive increase of 1.6 million fans over a five over five years. Um, the headline is NFL's total attendance skyrockets after four years of decline. But being a football fan in America does not come cheap. According to TMR NFL team marketing report, the average cost for a family of four to enjoy a home game in the NFL, including refreshments and merchandise, has almost tripled in the past decade, jumping from $200 to close to $600. Still, the number of people watching regular season games live at the stadiums continues to climb. And uh, is that all I copy? Yeah. So the cost is tripled. Yeah. The attendance has gone up. That's not something that we will spend a ton of time on today. I just want people to think about that. And I'm not necessarily right, but the reason I think it's happened is that the NFL, really, because I've been following it closely over the last 10, 15 years, 20 at the most, it's marketing. They're everywhere. And it does cost money to market, but it also can be done with just hard work. And that's where I get really upset at the CFL because I had a front row seat in the trenches when this was going on, 
and just seeing the NFL blow by the CFL in Canada. America is another thing, but the CFL didn't want to be everywhere. I'm not sure they still want to be everywhere. The evidence is right in front of your face that they don't. And now they're paying the price. Yeah. The NFL's earned it. But to the yeah. John Gruden thing, um, John Ohm in Winnipeg just asked, what is Gruden's consulting fee? You saw that he went down to New Orleans and he met with the Saints about yeah, offensive consulting. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. I wonder if Gruden will ever coach again. There are a lot, and I mean a lot, of football consultants. It seems like a football thing because hockey doesn't really seem to have it at all. But yeah. guys that I can think of that do it, NFL, obviously, Bill Parcells, Gruden in the CFL. Doug Berry does it down here in Florida. I think Brandon Tammon's done it a little bit. Yeah. Does Gruden ever coach again or in the NFL? I want your take because I have a, a thought on mine, but what do you think? My thoughts are if John Gruden wants to coach again, John Gruden will coach again. Really? I, re I really believe that. I think, but, I, but again, if he wants to coach, he's going to do the work to coach, which means he's going to show people that the guy in the emails and the guy that got, you know, let go and, and um, you know, out of the league, that guy's not the same guy. He's evolved. He's changed. People need to like John Gruden. They need to respect him. They need to trust him. And if they do, he'll come back into the National Football League. If they don't, then it's not happening. Well, and he needs to probably change a little too. Yeah. Right? I mean, from what I've heard from my football people, but also what I've read, it's kind of lining up, although it hasn't been said as much in the media, that Roger Goodell and John Gruden hate each other. Yeah. It's pretty evident, isn't it? Yeah. And, again, a lot of people have said, what if they went into your emails from 10, 15 years ago? What would they find? They wouldn't find me making comments about blacks. <laughs> they wouldn't find me making anti-gay jokes, no. which they did with Gruden. So the point is, does he have, has he been given the ability to change? Does he even want to change? Right? Maybe he yes. didn't want to change. That's right. Because there's a lot of people that feel that way. Look at Travis Tritt and the whole Bud Light, LGBT, the trans thing. Yeah. A lot of people support Travis Tritt because he's boycotting Bud Light because they want to sponsor a trans uh, entertainer. So does he coach again? I'm kind of thinking that he doesn't because yeah. it'll be his choice. And as long as commi the commissioner's Roger Goodell, I don't think it's going to happen anyways. You think the two don't? Do you think they've made up? Do you think me and the feuds that I've been in in the sports world are ever going to make up? No. We ain't never making up. That's right. So I think Gruden, can, number one, he's made millions. I know we got to go. But number two, he's going to sit back and go, hey, listen, I can consult. Yeah. And I gotta, don't got to deal with all the BS. I don't have to deal with the media. I don't have the pressure of winning and losing. And if the team I consult with sucks, I'll go consult with another. These guys are doing it all the time. And Gary in BC winds this up and says, yes to Gruden and yes to Babcock. Yeah. And uh, Jeff the Stams fan says Gruden would be like Sutter, I would imagine. Who knows? Unless you know him personally. That's right. Thank you, everybody, for the great comments. Moose, thank you for this. Let's do it again tomorrow. What do you say? We'll do it tomorrow. We'll see everybody uh, noon Eastern tomorrow here on WQEE.
and the streams. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.